Welcome to the Patricia King Podcast, a podcast where we explore God's vast love for all of us, as well as current and relevant prophetic insight to enrich your soul. Now, here is Patricia King. So, Father, we thank you that you are in the house. Your presence is so here. We don't have to invite you, Jesus, to be with us. You are with us. You are Emmanuel, God with us. And your spirit is hovering over us today, incubating dreams, incubating purposes. And you are a great God in the midst of us. I'm asking that you would impart to each and every one a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, that we might walk fully in the manifest glory of your kingdom now and in the coming days in Jesus name amen well I want to share this morning about transition and the reason why is because we're all in one we're all in one as far as a global scale we are in one in the realm of time the whole world is in a transition and we have transitioned from an era of grace and glory that started around 1950 through to uh, the year 2020, um, where there was an escalation of revelation of the kingdom of God, of the Holy Spirit, his gifts, his empowerment. Uh, just the heavens were opened up. It was one revival, one outpouring, one movement after another. And then we hit 2020. And as far as discerning the times, we could discern a change in era. And so this era is amazing. This era is awesome, but it's very different. It's very, very different. And so in transitions, you need to know how to walk through them so that you can get the best out of it. Otherwise, you can actually be shipwrecked and destroyed if you don't walk through transition well. So as a house, we want to transition well. And personally, you have either just been through a personal transition in your life. You are either there or you're in one right now or you will be. So this message will, will be relevant to every person um, that is listening to this because transition is inevitable and oftentimes definitely not comfortable. And the reason being is because, you know, the grace for the previous season has lifted. The cloud has moved. But you don't know where it's gone to yet. You know, you, you don't know where the grace has landed for the next season. So here you are in between and you think, well, I can't go back because it's not the same. But I don't know what's going on forward. So I'm in a transition right now that I don't fully understand. But when you understand that God is good, God is always good. And he takes you, he transitions you from one degree of glory to another. It's not one degree of problems to another. It's one degree of glory to another. And every hard place will produce more glory for you if you keep focused on the Lord. If you transition well, you will just go to your next expanded place of God's goodness. He is always good. Psalm 23 says... Goodness and mercy will follow you a few days of your life. No, 
Oh, this is a house that knows the word. It's all the days of your life. It will fall. Goodness and mercy will follow you when you are in your 20s. That's right, right? You know that out of experience. Goodness and mercy will follow you when you're in your 30s, when you're in your 40s, when you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 100s. Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Goodness and mercy will follow you when you're going through trying times and trying transitions, goodness and mercy is available for you if you will look at it. And I love the whole um, whole explanation we received this morning about the burning bush and how, yeah, Moses could have walked right by it and not gained the, the, the beauty, the awesomeness of that encounter. But we as a house are going to say, God, we're going to do transition well. We are going to be so flexible in you, receiving all of your goodness in the midst of everything that we are going to walk through in these coming days. So you might be experiencing transition um, throughout your life, maybe in areas of education, career, geographical moves, technology, character development. Maybe your, your ministry is taking a change, uh, your talents. Um, it could be even your physical health. Health is transitioning, uh, weight management, passions, relationships, just to name a few. But if there were no transitions in your life, if you never found your place in that transition, then there would be no forward movement. When you go from, from, from one place, you must transition or you will be called in what is called a rut. And if you stay in a rut long enough, you can't get out. Because the rut just goes deeper and deeper. It's like spinning wheels. There's no traction in it. But it's not God's purpose. His purpose is that you will go all the way through into a much broader place, a much better place, because it's from glory to glory. But from the old to the new is sometimes very challenging. But you know what? Challenges are good for us. We live in a culture where, you know, you just push a button and you got a meal in 30 seconds. Just warm it up for 30 seconds and it's there, right? We can go through a drive-through and get a meal in a bag and we get it right away. We don't have to wait for anything. Everything is so instant. You know, internet speeds keep going up higher and higher and higher. So, you know, you can get, you know, everything downloaded in no time at all. I was talking to Benjamin the other day and uh, because he's, he knows media. And back in the day, you know, for those of you that are young, back in the day, if we wanted to edit something, we would have to stay up all night and wait for it to render. Every single little change we made had to be rendered and sometimes it took hours you know and we would you know just be patient and then we'd look at it and say no that's not quite right we tweak it a little bit and have to wait again for it to render again I mean it's just the way it was you know but but now we've transitioned <laughs> into I mean everything is so quick right now you just push a button and you can see everything right away your edits are quick everything can happen so much easier now because things had progressed but you know if we got stuck in the old let's say wow you know because that was really something back I mean because prior to that day for any of you that were alive the way that we had to edit was from reels 
and we literally had to look at the reel, do you remember this? And splice them. We had to splice them. And that even took longer. Now, we thought it was pretty cool that you could even do that, but what if we stayed there and said, yep, we've really got, you know, a handle on this right now. And then, you know, the next season came up, but we stayed in the old and didn't transition because it was hard. You know why it was hard? We had to learn how to do it. I remember handing uh, Shirley, who, who was the um, blessed vessel that God used to get me into media. And, uh, you know, she was a producer in Hollywood, but she'd never done the work. And we didn't have a budget for anything. And so I just handed her a manual and I said, well, learn it then. I didn't, you know, understand how challenging that would be. But the manual was about that thick to learn the new way of, of editing it all. And so... There we were. We just went through the transition. Even though it might have been easier to do it the old way, we transitioned. We took the time, the energy, everything it took to get to the next level. And you have to continue to go on to that. Otherwise, you will be stuck in the old. And some people get stuck, stuck emotionally. They get stuck inside their pain. They get stuck inside a hurt that happened in a last season, and they get into it so deep that it digs a rut, a big pit for them, and they live inside the pit because they failed to transition into what God had for goodness and mercy that would visit their life. And I think with the way the world is right now, we've been living with an assault of fear for over two years now. It's just like an assault of fear. Now, if we didn't know better, church, we would have absorbed the fear and been in the rut with everyone else and not able to move forward. But because we know Jesus, we can say, no, we're not buying into that fear because goodness and mercy is our portion. It's just going to get gooder and gooder. It's going to get better and better. It's going to get more glory, not less glory. We've got a great, a great future ahead of us, a glorious future ahead of us. Amen? And so we have to position ourselves in faith you know, we've got that portion of faith right now that we're holding on to. It's going to expand. It's going to be everything that we need in these coming days to lay hold of all the good things that God has for us. And we are not to be in fear. You know, people are afraid of a third world war breaking out. They're asking me prophetically, what's going to happen? Is there going to be a third world war? Well, at some point there will be for sure. You know, I can prophesy that. You know, is it going to be tomorrow? Is it going to be 10 years from now? Is it going to be 100 years from now? I don't know. But the Bible prophesies, you know, wars and rumors of wars. So, you know, we know it's coming, you know. But honestly, right now, I really don't know. I don't have the word of the Lord on it. But the way things are set up, it could happen. I tend to think that maybe it's not going to be right at this moment. It might be just, you know, some birth pangs. It might be the beginning of birth pangs. There might be more things coming. But if there is a war or not a war, we should position ourselves the same way. No matter what is going on, God in the midst of us is mighty. And if you weren't here, here last time, I shared, get the, get the message because I think it'll really help you. Out of Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord thy God in the midst of you is mighty. He doesn't often you know, or always take hard things away from us, but he shows himself mighty in the midst of it, which means we're in for a great, great display of God's power. 
Where sin abounds, grace that much more abounds. God is always going to be good if you look for his goodness. So be careful what you're believing, what you're expecting, um, because God wants to, um, to bring us into a broad place. And we want to move forward, because if we don't, we're going to move backward. We don't want to go back, right? So transitions are vital, absolutely important. Um, to give you some um, a, a example, you know the story of the children of Israel when they uh, left Egypt. So they were in a place of bondage, and they were crying out to God. They were in a place where they said, God, we want your power. We want to see your might in the midst of us. And so God gave them their desire. <clears throat> he gave them their desire, and he delivered them out of the place where they were at. And when they left, they, they, they plundered the Egyptians. They, they were loaded. <clears throat> there was no shopping malls in the desert, but they were still loaded. They went into the desert, and they didn't know how to transition very well. They didn't know how to transition very well because they'd been, you know, used to living under oppression and getting their little income that the Egyptians gave them and buying, you know, a little bit of food to put in the soup. And the soup got thinner and thinner over the years. But, you know, they were just used to that. So when they go out into the wilderness with a promise, with a promise of God's goodness and mercy to go with them, with a promise that he was going to bring them into a land flowing with milk and honey, a land where there was no scarcity, a land that was so good, they, they just didn't get it. They just were looking around them at the circumstances, not at God who was in the midst of them, but what was around them. And they thought, I, I, I mean, I wish we could go back to Egypt. At least we had some leeks, some garlic. That's to totally overrated. I love garlic and I love leeks, but, you know, not enough to miss the promised land. Come on. But you see, their mind was in the sewer. They weren't transitioning well. They weren't taking the grace that was available to, to, to transition. They got into murmuring. They got into complaining and negativity, and they couldn't make the change. They, they, they just couldn't transition. So they said, oh, there's no water. There's no food. Oh, there's food. It's just manna every single day. You know, oh, the pillar of cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night. You know, they didn't even pay attention to it. They had God's glory in the midst of them. They couldn't see it for looking at it. And so therefore, they never got out of transition. That original generation that left to go to their promise never entered the promise because they couldn't transition. The next generation went in. They observed some things from the older generation and took that measure of faith and they... They went for it. An entire generation, though, was stuck in transition and never made it into their promise. And we're not going to live there. We're going to go from promise to promise, from glory to glory. Everything's going to get better. We're not going to find ourselves in a negative place and never being able to transition. I want to read 2 Corinthians 3.18 out of the Amplified. It says, And we all, with unveiled face, continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory. From one degree to more glory. That is what marks your life in the Lord. 
That is the truth. You might be going through hell right now. You might be in one of the most excruciating times in your life, but that excruciating time is not your portion. The glory that comes out of it is, and you will come through it. And that pain and everything that is in this season that you're going through right now will be a thing of the past. And any woman here who's given childbirth will be able to say amen. It is excruciatingly painful when you are in the midst of it, unless you've been able to tap into supernatural childbirth and give birth without pain. But for the most of us, we, we, um, we, we hadn't read Janet Mill's book yet when we had our children. <laughs> and so I remember saying, I can't do it, I can't do it, I, you know, I can't make it, I, you know, I changed my mind, but it's, it was too late. But, you know, after the baby was born, after my son was born, I just totally forgot about the pain. It's the glory of what was, what was given to me through that season. And, you know, God works that, in, works that into us. There's so many examples of transition in the word. And I'm just, um, I'm finished. It's 12. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give you a couple of points and then we'll, we'll, we'll finish the next, the rest of it next time. But the key number one is God plus nothing equals everything you need. When you're in transition, look to God as being everything that you need. Remember that dove? It just released everything that you need. And when you're in transition, things can look painful. You can see lack around you. You can start to believe negative things like, oh, no, it's going to be terrible. Oh, no, I'm, you know, I've turned 75, and now what? Probably nothing, you know, because, because you're locked into your own strength, maybe, or the opportunities you see in the natural or lack of them, instead of saying, God, you know what? You were my strength. You know, this is what Caleb said. You were my strength back when I was in my 40s, and you're my strength now. I'm just as strong now as I've ever been, and I'm going to accomplish. I'm going to get my mountain in this season. I'm going to do it. Because he understood how great God was. He understood the greatness of God. And you have to look at God, that he is everything that you need right now. A lot of times when we come through a hard place, and life is full of hard places. We do go through them. And sometimes you, you, you feel like, man, I've just lost everything in this. I've lost everything. I know a friend right now who is going through a very painful marriage separation, very painful, and she's losing everything in it. She came out and said, I've just lost everything. And I thought, no, in God, we lose nothing, really because he is everything that we need. He will be the stability of your times, no matter what you're going through. He will rebuild you. He will give back to you double, double for your trouble. He will give back to you what the enemy's stolen. You cannot dwell. You cannot dwell on what you don't have. You cannot dwell on your losses. You just have to worship a God who will look after every single need that you have. And I tell you, when you go through hard places, only better things come if you will keep your eyes on him. I've watched people go through trials that went into the negative spin of it, got all bitter and angry, even towards God and other people at the circumstances. And they stayed in this self-pity, victimization spin, and they never got out of it. They're still in it years later. 
talking about all the problems. Oh, this was bad, and someone did this to me, and this happened, and this person took this, and that person took that, and life is so bad. I think, oh, I'm worn out just listening. But then I've seen other people go through almost similar things, and they get bigger for it. They get greater. They become the generals that are in the earth because they go through their transitions well. They transition through their problems into glory. And God wants you to know that when you take hold of him, you're on the winning team. God plus nothing equals everything that you need. There is nothing that can keep you from fulfilling your destiny unless you don't come into agreement with God. <clears throat> but when you have God, you have everything. And sometimes we do come to a place where we feel like, God, you're all I have. But you never know he's all you need until he's all you have. We sometimes think, oh, it's this that's going to give me happiness. Maybe it's a position or a title or a, or a career or, you know, certain friends or certain status in society. Or if I just have a certain amount of money in my bank account or if I have this or that or the other, then that'll be it. I'll just feel like I have value. And that's not true. Those things are fickle. They're so fickle. They can come one day and they're gone the next. They can trick you. Those things will trick you. And those things can actually condemn your value. There will never be enough of it. Never. But when you have God and you say, God, you're everything I need, then you're on your way to glory. You're on your way from one degree of glory to another because God plus nothing equals everything that you need. It's like the early church. Let me give you this example. The early church had to transition from having Jesus with them physically in the land, and suddenly he's gone. He's out of there. He's just gone. And they had to transition. So what did they do? They go into prayer. They go and find him in that place of prayer and devotion, and they're continually in prayer, leaning on him, trusting in him. All the political system was against them. You know, there's people mocking the believers of that day because where's your king now? Where's your savior now? He's dead. And they had to believe the truth about Jesus, that he was the, the way, the truth, and the life. He was the resurrection and the life. And they went before him and said, God, you're everything that we need right now. You're all that we have right now. We're crying out to you. And they remained in that place until the heaven opened and the Holy Spirit came down and empowered each and every one of them. And they all went out like Jesus. As the Father sent Jesus, now he's sending them to fill the earth with the glory because they knew that they needed God. Peter thought he could go back to fishing, and Jesus met him and said, eh, wrong choice. Look at me. Look at me. Do you love me? Do you love me? Then feed my sheep. <laughs> That's what you're called to, Peter. Don't transition the wrong way. Keep your eye on me. Keep your eye on my mercy. You've made some mistakes, but my mercy is greater, and I've called you to feed my sheep. And if you'll give me the right answer, that's exactly what you're going to do. Because I'm not calling you to go backward. I'm calling you to go forward. I'm not calling you to have less. I'm calling you to have more. 
I'm not calling you to be less significant. I'm calling you to be more significant because that's what God gives us when we know that God plus nothing equals everything that we need. I've seen people go through bad transitions with, with um, investments and in that. They'll invest money and, and, you know, unfortunately, I've known people to lose it all. And I've seen some people that just went to God and cried out before God and said, God, I've lost everything. You know, I, I made, you know, a choice that didn't turn out right. I've lost everything. But they just go back to God and they just rejoice in him and, and let him heal the pain. And then I've seen others saying, I'm going to get it back. I'm going to get it back. And they try to get it back without God and they make crazy investments and everything and even lose more. But when you put your trust in God, when he becomes everything, he will heal you, he will empower you, he will strengthen you, and he will restore everything. Because he just becomes everything to you. And every challenge that you go through in life gives you an opportunity to know him in a greater way. And I just want to finish with this because sometimes we need to transition out of what is really good into what is better. And sometimes I've seen people hold on to the past. They'll talk about the past, how good it was, how great it was. And I think that we should do that. I think we should appreciate all the great things that God has done for us. All the good things we've had in a previous season. But when you're just trying to live back in that season, back in that season and not moving over into the new, you're going to get stuck in the rut of the old. It's like Israel going through the wilderness and the cloud moves. What if you're in the outhouse out there and you got the little moon hole in the thing and you see the cloud move? I'm telling you, you better get up and move with that cloud because if you stay back, it's going to be horrible. As good as that spot might have been. <laughs> And sometimes we live in the glory of the past. So yeah, back in the day I did this. That's great, but what are you doing now? What have you transitioned into now? Are you still living back in the day? Or are you looking with a vision to move forward? Amen? Because when you see God plus nothing, you'll see him in your future. You'll see him in your past, but you'll know that he's going to lead you into what's better. Always better. Always Always, I'm telling you, he just keeps leading you into what's better. I know that from experience. I see it in the Bible. It's the truth about who he is. You just have to believe it. Take hold of your faith and believe it. And say, God, this is a challenging place I'm in right now, but it's just going to get better. Or this is a good place I'm in right now. I don't, would like not to leave it, but I know that you need me to in order to experience what's better. Abraham had to transition. He lived in the land of the Chaldeans and was blessed there. He had farms. He had flocks. He had herds. He was a rich businessman in the land of the Chaldeans. He had family. It was a good life. He had a really good life. But God said, well, as good as it is, are you willing to follow me? You want to transition into something better? He didn't even know what the better would look like. He had no idea where God was taking him, but he gave God his yes and was willing to do it. And it's a good thing he did. Were there some trying times in the transition? Yeah, there always will be. Those that build your character, build your love walk, build your faith. All those things will strengthen you. Hard things aren't bad. They're tools. They're tools. 
No murmuring, complaining, self-pity, victimization. That stuff is like, that stuff will keep you in a pit. But looking forward to the greatness of God and what he can do, oh my goodness. And there's going to be a lot of transition going on. There's going to be geographical moves for many people in this next season. There's going to be transition on a global scale going on. So we better know that God plus nothing is equal to everything that we need. We better know that. And I want you to anchor that in your heart right now. I've got nine more keys for you this morning, but we will wait till the next time. <laughs> but the one I gave you is enough. The one I gave you is enough to transition well. For more information, resources, episodes, and more, connect with us at patriciakingministries.com.